today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. The federal budget will be dropping, I'm sorry, today at 4.30 and has been predicted that, uh, uh, I guess, the money was spent last time. So uh, obviously uh, not a lot left in the drawer for uh, this budget. What does it or what will it entail and what are the predictions? Let's bring in Christo Alvarez, Queen's University labor and political history professor who uh, was on the convention floor and with us now. Hello, Christo. How are you today? Good, good. So are we expecting too much today, or is it just uh, political hacks and that are listening and, and wondering what's really going to come down? Is Joe Public listening to this? I mean, it, it, you know, budgets are always important. You know, there's always the pomp and circumstance of, you know, the, the finance minister with his new pair of shoes and all of that. So it is one of the more, you know, more major political events you see outside of elections, of course. So there's certainly that. But, you know, considering it's not the first you know, Justin Trudeau liberal government budget, it really is probably less likely that it's going to get the same amount of attention. Uh, will people still be talking about the honeymoon after this budget? Or is that, pretty, is that pretty much gone and over with? You know, it's going to depend. There's a lot of forces pulling Trudeau here. There are some indications that they could, you know, reach out to that, you know, broad, you know, center-left base that, that, that put him in power in 2015, there's, you know, talks about perhaps putting in, you know, a, a, an adjustment to how capital gains taxes are covered on certain stock uh, bonuses, which would, you know, reach out to the kind of, you know, left who feels that, you know, the tax code favors the wealthy. But, you know, on the other hand, you might see, you could also see that with, you know, changes to how unemployment insurance is, is handed out. But you could also see, you know, maybe a return to some form of austerity. You could see, a, a scaling back of some of those plans, and that could, you know, you know, anger some of the people who supported the government. You know, you also see this general talk about, you know, a gender, a gender lens on the budget, and you know that could win a lot of support from 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 women and from and from, you know, uh, people who identify as feminists. But if it's felt that that's kind of cynical, then that could cause a backlash too. Do they have much wiggle room here? Is there much they can offer in the way of uh, new means? It's going to be hard. I mean, the, the, the problem is, that, you know, the deficit is, has grown since the election. The economy has not really rebounded. The price of oil is still low. And there are concerns, I think, still with, you know, the volatility down south. And what some people have suggested, I think the Globe and Mail, for instance, has said, well, you know, if Trump is all of a sudden going to slash American taxes, be they on corporations or individuals, that could create difficulties for this government because there might be a fear that maybe Canada can't cut, you know, taxes, doesn't have to cut taxes on the wealthy, but they might be, you know, seen as unwise to raise them, you know, considering that the, the, the tax dodge advantage from moving from Canada to the U.S. could grow if the, if the Republicans, you know, enacted a more conservative proposal. Uh, would this mean that perhaps in regard to the budget that uh, Canadians or certainly the government will take a wait-and-see approach to see how this does all pan out with Trump down south? I mean, to a certain degree, but I mean, you can only do so much, right? I mean, the budget is going to be announced and the budget has to plan with these things in regard. I mean, I don't think you'll see anything truly revolutionary in the budget. And I think that's also because, you know, the Liberals, you know, uh, didn't really promise too much revolutionary, and for some of the revolutionary promises, like electoral reform, they, they didn't keep them. Um, so I don't think you'll see a lot of major changes in that sense. But but if you were going to see some major changes, they might have been approached more cautiously, again, given, given the global economy 
and then given also the context in uh, the United States. If there were really any bonbons in this budget, wouldn't they have been leaked by now or lobbed out in some way? You know, it could be. I mean, it depends on the strategy. Uh, you know, something governments have done before, and the Conservatives had done this federally, and the Liberals before them was, you know, sort of underestimate the good things in the budget. Uh, you know, lower expectations, and then maybe offer something that's not fantastic, but can serve, you know, a, a, good, a good political note. That's something that you can give your cabinet ministers and your backbenchers to go back to, you know, go back to the local riding and talk about this new program. So that could be a strategy. But you're right, there could have been the case that, you know, if there's not a whole lot here, you know, then, then managing expectations, keeping the profile low might be the strategy. I'm not sure, you know, exactly what the approach is. Again, like, there were some things that they could do. Again, if, if their goal was to, to, you know, move leftward, they could talk about, you know, again, raising uh, capital gains um, uh, provisions within certain stock bonuses, or they could talk about their improvements to EI. But, you know, conversely, if they're trying to emphasize their business connections, they could talk about increased infrastructure. They could talk about, you know, how they've been working with certain tech, tech-based tech industries to, to increase, you know, that kind of investment. So you're right that I'm not exactly sure where they're going with this. Not that. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.